Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Next Tech Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Alicia Davis. I'm Bina Abdul-Rahim. And today's guest speaker is Ash Joshi. Um, she's currently a um, an associate security consultant at, um, and I hope I'm pronouncing it right, is it Kratos? Yes, that's correct. Awesome. I got it on the first try. Um, and she's also pursuing her master's degree um, at what, George Mason University. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go ahead and welcome her to the show. Yay. Thank you so much, you guys, for having me on your podcast. I'm no so excited problem. to talk to you guys. Awesome. We're excited to talk to you as well. Um, so before we get started, um, can you go ahead and introduce yourself? I probably already did some of it, but go ahead and do um, a little bit more of introducing yourself to our audience and we'll get started. Sure. Um, I graduated from um, Old Dominion University uh, with my undergrad in civil and environmental engineering in May 2020. So like during the pandemic and the lockdown and everything. Um, (laughs) And since then, I have taken um, my Security Plus, CCSK, um, which are cybersecurity certifications. And also, um, yeah, I've started working. So I'm like two months into working at my new job, my first uh, full-time tech job. (laughs) Oh, congratulations. Thank you. So I know that you're still a, um, it's kind of like the honeymoon stage with your job, but how do you, how do you like it? I am learning so much. It's so much fun. Yeah. Um, Like my coworkers are amazing. So I've been able to like get a lot of on the job training for that. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, welcome to the field. Well, yeah, I guess I can say welcome to the field. Um, I do have a question. Uh, what was your initial spark to enter into security? So I do have a few friends that work in cybersecurity, so mm-hmm. that definitely sparked my interest. But last year I was working at a like a civil engineering internship, and they mm-hmm. had a, they had me take a bunch of uh security awareness trainings and i just thought like that was so interesting and honestly a little bit more interesting than the work that i was doing at my internship so that's when i looked into um getting into the field and like started studying for my security plus okay i was because i was wondering because you said that you went for a civil um engineering i'm like that is so it's definitely different from the cybersecurity world so i was definitely interested in wondering what was your interest in it so Oh, yeah, it's a lot different. Like, <laughs> civil engineering is all, um, like, outdoor, like, construction, like, right. road transportation work. And now I get to work from home with my, like, laptop on my computer. <laughs> so that's great. How awesome. Now, how different, you said it is different, but how difficult is it? Uh, which one is more difficult, I guess, to use, uh, cyber or engineering? I think that civil engineering is a little bit more different. I mean, difficult because um, you just have so many formulas and like everything needs to be accurate unless like, or otherwise a bridge would fall or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, like right. there's a lot of like physical safety involved with that. Um, uh-huh. But with cyber, I think since I did learn everything um, like independently just by myself, um, I didn't have any formal education prior to starting uh, my job. Um, 
So I guess I, I would say civil engineering is a little bit more difficult, but I definitely mm-hmm. think that security is something that everyone can learn and mm-hmm. implement. <laughs> oh, for sure. Now, I'm glad that you said that because you said that you didn't really have any formal education in regards to cybersecurity. So what resources can you share um, that actually helped you um, get your or land your first job inside of the tech field? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I definitely like my starting point was right off the bat studying for Security Plus. I had heard from like um, like managers and stuff. Um when I told them that I wanted to be in this, like people that I knew, they all said that like a surefire way is to get your security plus because mm-hmm. it's um, required for a lot of jobs, I guess, for entry level. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I started studying for that. Um, there's a YouTube channel called Professor Messer. So mm-hmm. I definitely yes. used that. And like a few books that I can't remember off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. just read through them. I did probably like 10,000 practice questions um just like repeating them over and over just because I didn't know anything so I was starting completely from scratch learning like Mm -hmm. everything so I would have to google like what all these acronyms meant like because there's so many acronyms in security yeah so I really had to learn everything from scratch and then through my interviewing process like I learned um like there's like a lot of tools that are required as well like Mm -hmm. Nexpos and um, just learning up how to set up a virtual environment. Um, mm-hmm. And I would just look that up on YouTube again. Right. And yeah. Everything's definitely on YouTube now. You can definitely get some type of education, whether it be uh, the informal education on YouTube. If you want to know something, YouTube it. It is definitely there. For sure. <laughs> Free education. <laughs> right. And how long did it take you to, I guess, study for it? Or um, because I know it's like you said, you didn't have, you had zero knowledge of cyber um, right. versus someone who has been in, you know, went to school for cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Um, we did like, like me and Alicia, we did go to school for this. We mm-hmm. did learn the, you know, the acronyms and stuff, but to us still harder because honestly, I'm not in cybersecurity. I am in tech, but we don't use this acronyms all the time. Okay. So I'm wondering how long it took to study for uh, cybersecurity. I mean, I started when I was doing my civil engineering internship. So probably around like from June or July of 2019 to mm-hmm. like, I took my security plus in March, 2020. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So almost like yeah. a full year. Yeah. But it was on and off. Like, I feel like if someone were to study for like three months straight, they would definitely be able to understand because I was still taking like other classes and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Getting your security plus or is it helping you now with um, your current position? Um, I think it definitely helped me get the position that I am. And since I work in um, consulting, it's more recommended to get as many certs as you can. Um, from what I've heard. So like mm-hmm. certifications are definitely important. Um, and like for the most part, like catching on to what um, like the acronyms mean and things like that, it helps for sure. But I think like on the job training is what has helped me the most. So okay. what you actually learned while taking or studying for the Security Plus, do you use most of those things um, in your current 
position right now? Or is it not, just like the mm, basics that you learned while studying for the security class? I guess I like the terminology for sure mm-hmm. um, is used a lot because uh, gotcha. I work in like vulnerability management, but okay. not so much. I think um, like actually like what the questions were, I don't think that were on the security plus, I don't think they're used directly for my job. Gotcha. At least. I think if you were, if I was working in incident response or pen testing, then for sure. It would be a different story. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you did mention the CCSK, right? Um, yes. What, what is that? What made you go for it? And how would you recommend studying for it? Sure. Um, so CCSK is Certificate of Cloud Security Knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of took it as like, um, like a pretest to Security Plus uh, just oh. to get like another cert mm-hmm. um, like on my resume. I didn't like put too much thought into it, but since cloud is such an important thing uh, and mm-hmm. cloud security is so important, um, especially like I live in Northern Virginia, so there's like plenty of data centers here. Um, right. That's kind of what I uh, went for. That, like that's the reason that I went for that certification. And same thing, like um, I bought a book online and YouTubed everything for it, but I do recommend it, like just because like cloud is so important um, lately. Although I I don't I do work with cloud service providers, but not necessarily like actual cl- cloud security, so it's not um, as relevant to my job again. But yeah, recently on your Twitter page, you asked your followers. What is your favorite part of working in security? But I want to know what is your favorite part so far? I know that you're pretty new in the field, but right now, what exactly do you enjoy? I enjoy learning, I think. Um, most of my job is all like being compliance to like federal regulations and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm just learning so much. And I think that being in security, you're always going to be learning. Mm-hmm. Um because it's a growing field and there's right. so many different domains for it. Um, so I think learning, uh, just continuous learning, and I'm always learning every day on my job. So that's my favorite part. And as a kid, we're asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Is your career path the same? It is not. So, um, <laughs> I actually wanted to be an astronaut growing up. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's I wanted so to work different. for me. This is, you know, this is the second guest we had who wanted to be an astronaut. A few really? Months. Yes. And I was just, you know, previously I was talking to her and I was just like sharing my story about like, I'm interested in astronomy. Mm-hmm. Um and we went back and forth and she was like, yeah, I really want to be an astronaut. And I'm like, what? That's amazing. I used <laughs> yeah. to like, get all these books from the library, like on every single planet, read them all. It was great. But then obviously I wanted to do civil engineering. And now <laughs> well, what made you change? Was... Like, was astronaut yeah. not in the books for you? Well, um, honestly, it was the amount of physics that scared oh, yeah. me. Oh, yeah. When I got into high school, it was a little intimidating. But, you know, engineering is all physics, too. So <laughs> I run from it too far. So what is your ultimate career goal right now? Like, what are you aiming for um, in the end? Like, do you have a specific job role that you would like to be or a specific title? Um, right now, I'm like learning. I'm an associate. So 
Uh, definitely like the beginning, but I think um, in the future, I would want to be like part of management. I think it's really cool to de- like make decisions on mm-hmm. like how the company is going to uh, go forward with security mm-hmm. and just like being a part of that. And since I am new to my company, I've been like really learning up on that. So mm-hmm. I think well, that, not that's necessarily right. with the company that you're working with now, but like since you're in the cybersecurity field, like okay. you have an actual end goal, like a, a title that you are aiming for in the end, maybe in about a few more years, five years, 10 years from now, where do mm-hmm. you see yourself in the industry? I think I would want to move more towards pen testing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. like, yeah, maybe a pen tester. And and why is that? Is that like something, you know, for me, I like pen testing, but um, it's because you're not doing the same thing every day. Um, me, why is that for you? Uh, yeah, for me, uh, I think I've just been like learning more about it. I think it'd be really cool to learn how to hack things. And, like, <laughs> also like the social engineering that goes on with like with all of that, uh-huh. like, like fishing and I, I would just want to mm-hmm. learn how to do all of that um and I think it's like cool to help out companies with like knowing what's weak and pretending to be a hacker <laughs> right so how are you planning your roadmap to that goal of becoming a pen tester are you doing any any trainings right now are you studying are you what, what exactly are you doing right now yeah, so um like the company that I'm at they have like hacker space like every week so I've been trying to attend those where they will like teach you how to set up a virtual environment and like how to kind of hack into like I don't know if you guys have done this but like hack my box or oh yes yes so I've been attempting those haven't gotten too far into it because I'm still learning about my current role as well but yeah take your time it'll it'll get you'll get there um it does take some time to really learn and master that that crab so it takes time oh yeah when we when i first saw hack the box i was just like oh my god what in yeah, the world weird. is this i feel <laughs> like what, what is this why are people talking about this and raving and saying this is such a good i just didn't know i didn't even know how to like actually hack to get into it because mm-hmm. uh, if either you get an invite link or you get like you log in and you have to hack or Mm-hmm. do something to the script to get in and I, I was like oh my god just leave me I, alone oh <laughs> I've definitely had help and like someone walking me through it, yeah so. and then after a year but after a year I like now I understand because I'm like what the hell why why couldn't I do that like last year but now <laughs> oh I understand god. and I was like hacking my way through it that's we awesome. Were, we actually were, well, we had a question from one of our audience members that we talked about like on the first episode of this season and they asked about Try Hack Me versus Hack the Box. Have you heard of Try Hack Me? I have heard of it, but I haven't tried it out yet. So you, I wouldn't be able to. Gotcha. That's something that you can definitely look into in regards to pen testing. Um, it's a little bit more beginner friendly than Hack the Box. So okay. kind of yeah, get, you, get you started in a, a longer way. Great, I'll definitely check that out. (laughs) Now, you said you're getting your master's from GMU. Um, What are your plans after obtaining your master's? Um, Well, after my master's, um, I hope to just move up in, like, the the position that I'm in, honestly. Um, I am still new, so there's, even in two years, there's still so much to learn, and hopefully I'll just keep growing with that. And 
my, the reason for like me getting my master's is because I have an undergrad in civil, so I do want to get like a formal education in IT and cybersecurity. And is the master's helping you um, make that connection when you go to work? Um, I've only taken a few classes so far, but it. Oh, so you just started. actually, yes. Oh. Um, I've only taken a few classes. I think one was like database management, which doesn't apply to my job. And then the next one is um, computing platforms, which actually is relevant to what I'm learning. I mean, learning at work. And um, it's like the terminology again, mostly. Gotcha. Well, yeah, that does make sense. You said that you did just start it and you just graduated in May. Um, right. So, yeah, you are fairly new with it. But what what's your um, what are you majoring in or what are you getting your master's in? Yes. Uh, so my master's is in applied information technology. Um, and then my uh, concentration is cybersecurity. Okay. I said that I was, I wanted to go for my master's, but then at the same time, I was like, I don't, it was like a, a, a yes and no thing. Like, do I really need it? Do I really want mm-hmm. it? Um, so I was thinking about that too. I think I'm going to ask you later on down the line, is it helping you or how is it helping you um, in your current role? where you are so I'll be asking you that later on in life okay, right <laughs> <laughs> um, but what does a what is your day-to-day as a cyber security cyber security or security consultant what does that look like for you um it's mostly dealing with uh clients and just running well I work on the vulnerability management side so it's um just monitoring their environments and like making sure that their vulnerabilities are accounted for since, um, and just like making sure that they're compliant with like federal regulations with about security. So yeah, okay. just working on that. And since I am new, I've been taking a lot of trainings as well. Gotcha. Okay. Diversity and representation really matters in every industry. Um, mm-hmm. Twitter ha- now has a woman in color CISO announced last month. Right. What are your thoughts on com- money companies changing their diversity strategies after all of these years and being outed for having little to none diverse employees? I mean, I think that Twitter getting um, like a woman of color to be their CISO is amazing. Um, she's actually Indian like me. So it's like really inspiring that right. she's so young and she's um, so successful and seeing someone that looks like me like in that role is just um like gives me motivation to work up to something like that as well right yeah and um representation does matter right I mean it does definitely like I don't know I I mean lately there's been a lot more women in tech but previously there hasn't been and even in like other like engineering disciplines um there's not that many women like in my class uh when I was doing civil engineering, there were like maybe 10 out of like the whole class, um, which was a lot of students. Um, but at George Mason, mm-hmm. it's very diverse just because Northern Virginia is a very diverse area and there's a lot of women in tech there. Oh, that's for nice sure. to hear. Yeah, for sure. There's, um, I feel like it's probably like 50-50. There's so many um, women in my class. We need some, we need um, Georgia to be like that, honestly, because I feel like um, you get, even in information technology uh, classes, there was 
less females than males and um, the ratio of females actually becoming like you know doing technical role after graduating mm -hmm. graduation was is really low because honestly I I it's been a year and I st I'm still waiting for somebody new to join my team who's a female <laughs> but yeah it's the technical I, I think most females when they graduate they don't go the technical route which I don't know if it's because they're scared or if it's because they don't have enough knowledge of like hey will I do good you know being a technical and technical role mm -hmm. but whatever it is we need to like bring more females into technical roles as well yeah sure. like there are a lot of women um that when they graduate they are pulled more so on the project management side for mm -hmm. um security applications or security projects um for a company um i i have witnessed that where a lot of the the women or the girls that I've graduated with that I've reached out to or spoken to over the last few weeks or months, they've went to the program management side. Um, not saying that there's anything wrong with it, but a lot of them just don't actually stay in the cybersecurity role. They pretty much go to project management or something like that. Or um, there are a few that have actually stuck it out and stayed in software development. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I remember like I, I had such a hard time getting like even my first technical job and the and any job that would like do an interview automatically they would be like you're good for being a project manager and I'm like no 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 do not ever and then no, I would you like you know <laughs> right I'm like no you don't know me that's not that's not what I interviewed you want to do all the technical like fun stuff right right <laughs> and I, I enjoy what I do because so technical is hands-on it's every project is different and mm -hmm. I'm just like now I you know every time I think about it, I'm like why would imagine if I had been a project manager I would have hated my life I would have hated my first job um and thank god because um recruiters do push you towards that for sure mm -hmm. um what is something Ash that you would like to change about um cybersecurity if you could like was there's one thing that you have noticed about the industry and what would you change about it um well i would like to change gatekeeping i feel like that was really mm. difficult for me to get past um since i didn't have a degree in computer science or it um but i did have my certifications it was uh really difficult to find a job and I, I had recruiters telling me that I would never get a job in security or information technology because of that but I did have the knowledge for it because I was able to study for it which I think everyone is able to do that and um I've actually like talked to people at my work and like just other people professionals that are like working in like amazing cybersecurity jobs and they've all come from like different backgrounds like business and um like a lot of civil engineers too actually um mm -hmm. so and like mechanical engineers i know that are now so successful in cybersecurity, and they started off with that so i think gatekeeping is definitely like a negative and recruiters should be more aware of that just because i think anyone can learn security like cybersecurity, mm -hmm. um like if they invest the time and energy into it right and then there also are a lot of 
successful women and men in the industry that don't actually have a degree for it. They actually went to school afterwards when they got into the field and right. ended up getting their bachelor's or their master's in that in that field. So it's really disheartening that you had to experience that. But I understand exactly where you're coming from with the gatekeeping because you don't have to have a degree or a formal education in this field as long as you are willing to take the time out and teach yourself or learn what you need to learn in order to get you to where you would like to be. So Right. Same with coding too. Like anyone can learn coding just online. So why not security? Yeah, I feel like they need to they need to for sure I like I like what you said there. They need to for sure um make the entering cybersecurity jobs less of a um I don't know how to put it, but less strict, I guess, because they, they tell you to go do this and that and give you a list of like items that you need to finish before you enter cybersecurity when we have shortage mm-hmm. and they can easily train you on job because you learn most of what you need to do in cybersecurity at your job. Right. They have to train you regardless, but exactly. on the job application, they're like, you should have two to three years of experience for an entry level and like have your CISSP, which you're supposed to have like five years of experience. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it got better though. It got better ever since, um, I forgot what we, the company that um, does CISSP, um, mm-hmm. they announced that their certificates are for five years plus and it's not entry level friendly. Ever since that, I keep seeing, you know, one to two years of experience now on um, job posting. So I think it will get better, honestly. That's good. I mean, you would think that the people that are working in security and writing these job applications would already know that you need five years. Right. Or at least I, mean, <laughs> I guess not, because they, they seem to just write whatever comes out of their mind. Yeah, exactly. and they expect you to know, like, all these, like, programs are softwares and how to use these applications and you can't know how to use all every single one of them right like i just want to know where they get that list like it seems so common for them to always list splunk wireshark nessus and then as for cissp and then for the cloud one and i'm just like oh lord well like like izzy was saying in one of our um latest episodes she was she said um a lot of the people who write the job requirements for these positions actually don't have any knowledge as to what these certifications carry so like they either haven't studied for it they may not have it um so they won't really know they're just writing down what they know is a good thing to have just to be in the field not knowing that it requires this amount of knowledge or this amount of job experience so yeah they just don't know they really don't or they're not taking the time out to really understand or even find out so i feel like they're setting us up for like i want to say a failure but they're definitely setting us up for something when they know that one to two years of experience is really not that much of an entry level like i feel like entry level is zero to maybe one to two Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not just one to two so I mean, that's yeah. why you have to apply to all the jobs that you even think you're mildly qualified And that's for. the thing, though. After a year of being in tech, uh, even if you don't have previous experience, after being one year of like in any technical role, a person should know to, how to do half the, you know, 
stuff that they ask on job requirements. Um, believe it or not, every tech job is similar. Mm -hmm. It's just what do you do for cybersecurity that you don't do as a software developer? Mm -hmm. Those are two different things, you know? Yeah, it, it is. So aside from you wanting to learn pen testing, um, what is another skill that you would like to learn? Or I know that you're, you're fairly new, so do you just want to keep it at pen testing or? Um, I think I'm still learning about like vulnerability yep. management. So um, <laughs> just continuing to learn about that and um, how to implement the policies of every company is different. So learning right. that, maybe, like just learning more about how a company organizes all um, the security measures that they take, I think is really fascinating. Um, that's not a skill, but I think it's just something that I want to continue to learn about along with pen testing. And I guess this question is not really related to cybersecurity. It's really, it's, you know, um, just a question, a fun question that we would like to ask. What is one mistake or habit or maybe even pattern that you still haven't overcome after years of um I guess being, you know, in civil engineer and now tech. Um, I I guess this is not specific to like cybersecurity or tech, but just writing emails, like making sure that I'm being as direct as possible and not adding fluff words. Um, I went to like a SWE conference <laughs> a few years ago, and like there was a workshop on how to write emails for women. So like how women leaders should write emails and um, it discussed like not to add fluff words like I feel like you should do this or I was just wondering don't add that part mm. just straight up say like did you finish the report <laughs> don't be like I was just wondering if you finished the report or if you submitted the report like no if you're a leader like if you're in a management position as well um, but like just a leader in your everyday work too um it's better to be just as direct as possible because men also um, write emails very directly. So I feel like as women, I um, feel attacked. <laughs> no, I did too. I was like, I looked through my emails later. I was like, every single one has, I was just wondering on it. Yeah. Or like I, I do I that too. <laughs> and like not apologizing, um, I think is another one um, that I tend to do often. I mean, a big it's one. like better to just thank people like, instead of saying like oh i'm sorry for being late you can just be like thank you for waiting or something like that <laughs> i've been looking for a workshop like that because honestly i i put i apologize and then or use you know i just wonder instead of just being direct um hopefully i will learn um because i am like reading a book and you know trying to make myself fit in because it is a man's world i guess if you want to put it that way and to fit in I and to go forward, you have to do what you got to do um, and act like them. Just ask the question, like she said. Is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, I'm a direct person anyway, and it comes off. Uh, well, you, you, you can tell anyway. Um, I'm just <laughs> blunt. But I sometimes have to get others to like, does this email sound too blunt? Like, does it sound too direct? Does it sound aggressive? I'm like, just send it. And I'm like, but what about like, just send it? And I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> and it's, it's I, I just asked the question, I'm like, hey, did you do so-and-so, so-and-so? I'm like, should I add something else? So I feel like as women, we really do have that trait where we sometimes want to add stuff like, like you said, um, Ash, um, how I was wondering, or I feel so-and-so, so-and-so. Um, so I'm a little, I'm not, I'm, I'm not really the, the same, but I'm a little bit of the opposite because I actually write it as direct, but I feel like I should add some of that softness in there <laughs> no I think it's what better like mood? just be direct and like if you add those words in my opinion like from my emails that I've written I feel like it makes me sound a bit unsure when I'm not so mm-hmm. I can go that impression it like, does it does because they come back and hit you with like do you know how to do this or have you checked this right. and it's, it's like definitely- oh god I know because I, I already did it you know like Right. It's so important to like be confident in what you're doing. Or if you're not, then like genuinely ask, of course. I think like, yeah, in college, honestly, they like, man, I we had a writing. uh, I guess it was more of a speech class, but we we did write emails and they would always tell females not to be direct and to add like the fluff for words because they don't want us to be called, you know, what class was this? You know what? I think it was it was called business communication. Yeah, that was the BCom class. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And they yeah. would tell you know they would tell us you know we had to do a whole bunch of projects and email email like writing good emails was one one part <laughs> one portion of it, and I remember just being direct like I'm direct just like Alicia honestly I'll mm-hmm. if we have a conversation I'll be direct, but um in emails though <clears throat> I gotta like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I gotta use my other side and they always would tell us like literally not to use not to use direct words to like say how that person is doing and all that and then be nice um so I I grew you know my my skill set like changed when I took that class but now I wish that they didn't teach us that in college right I mean you know what you're doing you know what question you're asking in your email like so like who cares what other people think as long as you're doing your job right and you know you're being a leader for yourself and for others so mm-hmm. I think that's an important quality to have to be just that is, that is. That. <laughs> <laughs> um my last question for you and I think we asked this before but what is next for you not in terms of professional life just anything in life that you wish to learn or um accomplish um, so I am taking, well, I'm studying for like AWS certifications. So Ooh. that's something that hopefully is next for me once I actually take them. And also like I have a YouTube channel, it's called Cyber Noob, um, where I make, um, tutorials on cybersecurity, uh, like just things about that to teach people how to use Nessus and, um, like how to use Wireshark and mm-hmm. Kali Linux environments and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and also now I'm moving towards uh, tech reviews. So uh-huh. yeah, I'm just focused on growing that as well. So uh-huh. hopefully we'll grow that and yeah. I love your channel, by the way. Um, it's amazing for anybody who is just getting started into tech or even cybersecurity. Um, it's an amazing channel. And for our audience, we will link that in the description box. Thank you. No problem. Get you some more subscribers so they can check you out as well. That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> Not a problem. 
Um, did you have anything else that you would like to add, Bina or Ash? Did you want to say any final words or tips for our audience? Um, I guess my last tip would be just to continue to learn um, security and anything IT related is always growing. So you really can't be complacent. Um, like a lot of people can become complacent in their jobs, but if you really want to keep learning and uh, keep getting ahead, it's important to just keep um, being updated and taking more certs and learning as much as you can. Have awesome. fun with it. <laughs> awesome. Right. Definitely have fun with it because it can be a fun field. It's not draining or not so draining, but yeah. For sure. Awesome. So on that note, thank you for being a guest on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Not a problem. It was a pleasure. And to our audience, thanks for listening. (laughs) Catch us on On the the next next episode. episode. We're out.